0: Head over to Bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you.
1: Hey
0: everybody, welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt.
1: I'm Dory.
0: Uh, Look... If you want to contact us, go ahead. We didn't get a ton of emails this week, so we're going to remind you. You can email us at mattanddory at or doryandmatt at gmail.com. It's rare that we do this at the top of the episode. It's true. But we're doing it at the top of the episode. Oh, yeah. Just so any of you people are like, eh, I don't know. Should I email them? They probably don't need an email. We do. Uh,
1: or voicemails.
0: Voicemails are good, too. Texts. Um. What do we want? You said we want to.
1: We want to know what's on your mind.
0: Oh, well, that's true. We would like to know that. You want to know what's on our mind? Well, here it is. Uh, so many, so many things. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We've implemented family time.
1: Sunday mornings.
0: Which happens Sunday mornings in a park near you. <laughs>
1: Well, today it also happened at a target and a bed bath and beyond
0: we had to go get my prescription at target this morning it's true uh which you know i talked about it in therapy how i don't like making phone calls mm-hmm. drives the dory up the wall
1: that's accurate yeah yeah
0: and we're talking about it like what is it that i don't like making phone calls And I said, I I, I just don't want to bother anybody. And he's like, even if it's their job to answer the phone. I'm like, correct. (laughs) It's like, I was like, it takes... I don't know. I just always feel like I'm bothering somebody. And and I'm annoyed about the fact that I have to always call up for this prescription. And then they go, oh, you don't have any refills. And then I go, well, actually, you have to check because there's another prescription in there left by my doctor. And then they find it. And I was like, so... I feel like it always takes way longer than it needs to. Let's try it. So I called in therapy. Oh,
1: you did? You didn't tell me that.
0: (laughs) And it was eight and a half minutes. Wow. And, uh, I ended up talking to this person, the, the, the girl that we, that wanted helped. Yes. (laughs) I asked her how she was doing. And she was like, she's like, well, you know, a little crazy since we got the vaccine here so you know i've been dealing but it's hard i'm like oh okay and oh, like, so we she like really opened thing. up <laughs> yep and um it was like four something when i called and they were closing at six and apparently she made a concerted effort to get me the prescription Aww. and i didn't get it till the next day and then she said something about it but anyway i was like she was like, how are you doing? I'm like, blah, 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 blah." long like this. And and the whole time your therapist is is watching me, he's like, (laughs) I was like, you see, as I don't like people, but you know, I just spawned conversation for some reason. (laughs) What did he say? He was fascinated by it. And he was like telling me about the Ralphs that he goes to where they just uh, text him or he can call and then they and hit a button and then then the refill happens. And I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." Mm. Uh, yeah, but I spent 7 full minutes, 7 eight, 8 minutes on the phone trying to get this prescription. And ultimately, it's like 8 minutes out of my day instead of going 3 days without my meds, which I did instead.
1: <laughs> which is not great.
0: I mean, it is what it is. I'd rather do it when I'm home and not I had like I knew I had like one well, I could get me to the day to Wednesday which was the day I needed to be sharp yeah um so I kind of just stopped worrying about things after Wednesday
1: mm, interesting
0: which I think inherently just caused a lot of uh calamities left and right and uh, a renewed interest in Legos so um Bo scratching at the door. I left the door open. <laughs> Interesting. Anyway, um, yeah. So I have this weird thing where I don't like to talk on the phone, and it, it it's anything. Like there was one time when we were when I had to pick up Bo from the chateau, but I was in Burbank and I left too late, and I was like, "Oh, they're gonna close." And then Dory and I got in a fight on the phone about the fact that I wouldn't call. Called her to ask her to call
1: very annoying <laughs> yes
0: of course it was annoying i call you know ultimately i will do it and i did because we had a we were just screaming at each other mm. i was very annoyed mostly because dory refuses to drive my car and i was like i had her car because i had henry and i was very annoyed by that and the fact that i was going to be late to pick up Bo. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's sort of, you know, that's, that's, that is what, it, that, that's that. Uh talked to my entire family yesterday on Zoom.
1: What was your dad's birthday? Uh,
0: it was really, I think, closer to my niece's birthday, but they were both there.
1: Oh. I thought it was your dad's birthday yesterday. My dad's
0: birthday is, my dad's birthday is Pi, 3.14.
1: Oh. Duh. Well, you told me it was a Zoom to celebrate your dad's seventieth birthday.
0: Correct, and my niece's birthday.
1: You didn't say that. Yes, I did. No, you didn't.
0: Did you not notice that there were two cakes?
1: I mean, I was trying to corral Henry, who was a maniac yesterday.
0: He, you know, it is it is interesting. Uh, I was at I was at the opinions. playground. Dory was at the playground. I. Just lost hearing in my left ear. Did you? No. Nope. Okay, so it's me.
1: Um, I had made plans with a couple friends to meet up at the playground at the beach. Prior to you, know, you leave
0: a thing around Henry for a minute and a half, and he finds a way to break it. Mm-hmm. It's really fascinating.
1: Um, I had made data the-
0: fix it. You broke it. <laughs> anyway, go ahead.
1: Um, I'd made these plans, and then. This Zoom was sort of sprung on me, but, so I was like, "Okay, I'll call in from the sprung playground." On you, it wasn't
0: even. First of all, it wasn't even a Zoom. My mother had this fun idea of, and this is how moms handle technology of FaceTiming. Mm-hmm. But like, so as far as I could tell, like my sister Julie, who's was in the UK with her husband, uh, was fa- So you got to coordinate the West Coast, the East Coast, and the UK. Right. So this this one o'clock in the afternoon, East Coast time, was six o'clock p.m. UK, ten a.m. my time. So my mother was like, as far as I could tell, she had she she had Kim. No, she had somebody's phone with my sister Julie and her husband Gary mm-hmm. on a on a Facetime, mm-hmm. which she was just holding up to the camera.
1: Oh, I see. And then,
0: i and then yeah and then me and then you were and i was just like mom i'll just i'll just start a zoom and i'll cuz then like my niece my other niece selena who was not with my parents it was angelina's birthday my dad's birthday so then there was another phone that had selena on it
1: oh boy <laughs> you really saved the day with the zoom
0: <laughs> i was just like you know there's a way around this and uh, let me set it up and then I and then and then I did. And then we had a little, very long Zoom with the state of Florida, about uh, all uh, kinds of Floridian things. Wow. Uh, yeah. Apparently, one, one of my nieces works at uh, Bush Gardens in Tampa. Oh. And I was asking her if all, if all her day just consists of telling people to put their masks on. Does it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Is she in school down there? Is that why she works there?
0: She's a senior, yeah. Uh, she's gonna go to grad school. For what? Uh, uh, engineering, industrial engineering. Cool. I just had to f- remember which one it was. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so, and then my other niece is a freshman in college. This is how. Isn't that wild? that you have nieces who that i have nieces who are one is graduating college
1: yeah
0: (laughs) one is a freshman in college um sebastian has got to be he's got to be in high school i assume Mm -hmm. Uh, you know i say this stuff out loud and people are like why is he saying so because my mother will text me the answer to this Mm. tomorrow Mm -hmm. she'll just go uh hey Matt so your brother your your nephew is a uh, this uh, this grade lol <laughs> so it's really just my way of getting information for, about my family
1: interesting strategy thank
0: you i think if everyone had a podcast and could do this they might do it do you think your mother listens to any of your podcastings
1: uh she's an occasional listener she's not a regular listener she dips in yeah she dips in dips out yeah <laughs>
0: Do you ever say anything on a podcast that could be considered as a question about your life that your mother then tries to answer?
1: No, I feel like that happens on Twitter sometimes.
0: Oh, okay.
1: She's she looks at Twitter a lot. She's a lurker. Yeah. She's a Twitter lurker. But I'll know because she'll she'll like like my tweets.
0: I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay.
1: And I'll be like, oh, Prof Robbie.
0: It's interesting how to, how, you know, this is the day and age where we're just like, we have to figure out the social media habits of our parents.
1: Yeah. Like, like your mom is on Instagram.
0: My mom's on Instagram. My mom lives on Facebook. Yeah. My mom is an avid consumer of podcasts.
1: Yeah. My mom is not on Instagram. She is on Facebook. She's not super into podcasts. Uh So, but she is, and she lurks on Twitter. Yeah. So that's kind of. Our I don't do any media. lurking.
0: I just don't go on it. Yeah, it's interesting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, it's not interesting that I don't go on it, but I don't know. Am I happier? Is that because I don't go on it? What do you think?
1: I wouldn't say you're happy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. Yeah. No. But it was look a long week off with Henry. We had we, it was a week off. Oh, for me uh hiatus i mean i say week off but like there was there was a bunch of stuff
1: oh, it was our new nanny's first week it was
0: our new nanny's first week uh so yeah gilma swung on in and you know it's an interesting gig that i'm i'm like oh this is like as long as you don't mind walking a child to the park you could be a nanny for Henry pretty easily. Mm-hmm. You just walk to the park, stay there till it's roughly time for lunch slash bedtime for the nap. Then he'll take a two to nine hour nap, <laughs> <laughs> and then you know you take him to the park again, or just on a walk. I don't know. I had I was hanging out with them Friday afternoon, so there was a lot of yard time here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it was. It was good. Yeah, he seems happy. Yeah, you know, he still points out the things that haha would uh, handle like a spatula. He had a yeah, he had the egg spatula today, and he just was saying haha.
1: She also she she reorganized his pants drawer before she left. Yes, and there's Holly one did. section of it that is empty, mm-hmm. and he's like fixated on it. Yep, and. Points to it and is like, ha ha.
0: ha. And so I mean,
1: <laughs> that is her legacy. Ha wants to come <laughs>
0: fill the pants <laughs> side up. I don't know. We're gonna need some shorts or something. The weather's getting There's
1: already a pant, a short section.
0: Well, it just says that he needs more pants.
1: He does not have a ton of pants. He has a lot of shirts.
0: He has a lot of shirts, but he's, he doesn't have a ton yeah. of pants. he's He doesn't have a ton of pants that have no pattern on them. That's true. Because I try to like, when I'm dressing him, mm-hmm. I go, if the shirt's got a wacky pattern, then his pants are solid
1: mm. and vice
0: versa. Mm-hmm. If his pants are wacky pattern, his shirt's going to be a solid color. Mm. That's just me. Yeah. I'm a fashionista.
1: It doesn't really bother me. Yeah. I have well, no fashion sense.
0: That's not true. I see you dressing like all the other moms out there.
1: I do dress like the other moms. I
0: could not. There was that one lady that was at the park today that I kept thinking was you. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she was in like a hoodie and a hat. Mm. I was just like, is that, no, that's not her. <laughs> anyway, we'll talk more about that shortly, right after this here break. We'll be right back.
1: You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry.
0: How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet I did want to talk about the park we went to today.
1: Yeah, I did too, actually. Well,
0: guess what? It's your show. Go for it.
1: Well, it's interesting because we were in the valley for some reason. I think we just we were just driving. We, were, we ended up in the valley.
0: Dita was in, of, Dita was in charge of of the day. So when Dita's in charge, an aimless drive will ensue.
1: Yeah, so we took an aimless drive. We ended up at Bed Bath & Beyond. Didn't buy anything. I was
0: convinced there'd be something great on an end cap we would need.
1: And the end caps were really disappointing.
0: Nothing. Yeah. I almost bought six spoons. Yeah. And then-, and then we didn't get anything else. And I was like, I don't want to walk through this line <laughs> and purchase six spoons. And then
1: Henry was like, I would like to leave. Yes. And was <laughs> like, I have gone beyond
0: the bed and the bath. Please. Get me out of here!
1: So I was like, "There's got to be a playground around here." And Matt was like, "There is," mm-hmm. and drove us to a playground in Sherman Oaks. Mm-hmm. And it was a great playground. Like it had a really great climbing structure on it. But the the thing that Matt and I both immediately independently noticed was that it was a playground where the the parents were all very hovery.
0: It was bizarre. I've never seen a playground like this. I don't know if the in the Valley it's just like Hover Town, USA. <laughs> I assume it is. You guys have heard jokes about the Valley. You've watched popular culture. Um, but it was genuinely fascinating. It was like a it was like a what not to do in Rye for like it was like a masterclass. Like, <laughs> I wanted each of them to like present their masterclass to me on how to do the opposite of what <laughs> it is that we do. But then, you know, and because everyone else is doing it, then there's like we have to play this fucking game of like not hover hover where we don't want to look like we're just neglectful parents.
1: Right, because the thing that happens in a playground with hovering parents is the second your child shows an iota of distress they look around very nervously like who does this child belong to they are in distress and it's like it's very stressful for me it
0: is i think it is a stress yeah also yeah i when i took i took him over to like this other playground Mm -hmm. that was like this park had like four playgrounds yeah and he was like walking by this swing and there's a girl on the swing and I I assumed he was just gonna walk around the dad pushing but he just walked between (laughs) and the dad like stopped the girl from like just clonking Henry in the head and uh I was like whoa yeah thanks I thought really thought he would go the other way uh And he seemed okay. But then, like, you know, there were these very... It, it was a very small playground for, like, very small children. Mm-hmm. And there was this, like, one mom who kept insisting on going down the slide with the kid who I think was older than Henry. And, like, I just stood there and, like, Henry just, like, a wild child, was just climbing around going down the slide himself. And they're like, oh, you're such a good slider. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then I'm like, because... The other parents are going wow and I'm not going wow. I look like this withholding asshole who like, nothing's good enough, boy. (laughs) So I had to start going, uh, yeah, you really went down that slide, bud. Like (laughs) saying stuff like that when the reality of it is like Henry's delightfully entertained on his own and knows what he's doing. And But then I had to turn into not me.
1: I know. It's very weird.
0: So I mean, honestly, I think Henry gives that playground ten stars, and I give it um, five out of ten. Yeah, because I'm like, oh,
1: I know the parents were very intense and weird.
0: I feel like it's a great weekday park, probably. Just oh, the fact that we were like Sunday.
1: Yeah, and it's also peak like as I said to Matt, it's peak like dad showing off time.
0: What does that mean?
1: Like, I feel like the dads are very like they're into like competitive dadding competitive dad that's what i call it like i'm gonna gonna show i'm gonna show everyone else at this park what a great dad i am
0: i see so it's not really about the child at all correct it's just about what the dad does or doesn't
1: yes like i i often notice the dad sort of like almost like glancing around to like see who's watching them
0: that's interesting I always get like I always feel like when people look at me, they're like, like they just think I'm a kidnapper or something. (laughs) Like that's honestly how I. Every time I walk up to a playground, I just feel like everyone's gonna think I'm a kidnapper. So I have to really, really make a show of the fact that I have. Here's my child. This is my child. Like I feel like I've walked into a Chuck E. Cheese without a kid, and just because I wanted to play skee ball, and everyone's like, "You shouldn't be in here without Mm a kid." I'm like, I just want to play skee ball.
1: Yeah. Well, you can't do that.
0: <laughs> no, I know, but yes. So there's that element of it too, for me. Really, I think that this playground had a lot of elements that I did not care for, such as overcrowded. It was quite crowded. Hovering parents. Yes. Um. And uh, half a fence.
1: <laughs> yeah, it had a, it had a very weird fence. Half
0: a fence that prevented him from nothing.
1: Right. Oh, There was also the mom who told her kid not to go in the sand. Oh, yes. <laughs> and the sand, there was like like half the playground was sand. And I was like... Why would you come to this playground if you didn't want your kid to go in the sand? <laughs> but
0: then, but then the kid picked up the sand and started whipping it yeah. like he, like it was a wrestling heel, and it was going to blind his opponent. Yeah, and I was like, well, "That's why you don't want that kid in the sand." Yeah, you know, but like maybe this sand. isn't
1: the right playground for your kid.
0: Well, I'm I can't disagree with that, but also the kid did whip the sand. He around. did.
1: He was not very uh he was not a good sand citizen <laughs> listen i don't you know i don't want us to sound like we're just like sitting here judging all other parents no again and that, and that we're like I everything think... we do is like perfect no it was just it was just stark Out to see of the our difference. yes exactly very different very stark to see the difference because i i do feel like at the playgrounds we go to that are closer to our house the parents are less hovery
0: yeah uh yeah, and also like, you know, I was I'm just saying I feel uncomfortable. Like I feel like there people are like, Where's where's this, this like prove that I have a child? What am I what am I doing? Like I would just like they see a big bearded guy and they think, Oh, obviously he's got a white van.
1: I don't think He's any- gonna lure everybody
0: with candy. I
1: don't think anyone was thinking that.
0: Well, then I thought it for them.
1: <laughs> About you. About myself. <laughs> Even
0: though I knew I had a child there.
1: Interesting, and then Henry slept for almost three hours, and we had to wake him up.
0: Henry was a sleep machine this 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 weekend. He really did. He really like he. I mean, Saturday he didn't
1: take such a long nap yesterday.
0: Oh well,
1: but today, oh boy, well,
0: oof, oof. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's your update, everybody, yep. on what's the goings on around here. Yep. Well, uh, I built a Hulkbuster Buster armor a Lego this weekend, one thousand three hundred and sixty-three pieces. A hoot! Thank
1: you did you. enjoy that, and then today at Target, you bought another bought another a, Lego. I
0: thing. bought a lunar module. Yeah. Lunar lander. Yep. Pretty cool. So that one's that one's expert. yeah you know i've been dealing with these 14 plus 16 plus this one expert well i guess the bond car was expert also
1: the bond car was hard
0: yes it was i mean the what's fascinating to me people who don't build large-scale lego things is just the amount of detail and layers of lego you're building up that will never be seen yeah that get covered by large pieces to make it look even. And underneath it is like a bizarrely crazy design. That's that's my thoughts on Legos.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Over to you. Well, you know, we did get a few emails.
0: We literally got a few.
1: Yeah, so, so, so email let's hear us, some of them. Dory, Matt
0: at Gmail, Matt and Dory at Gmail. Uh, do we take the break o two 2 now?
1: No, I think we're going to read a couple emails and then take another break.
0: Wait, it has to, I'm just confused as to where the break has to lie.
1: More than halfway through the episode.
0: Okay. Okay. I think we should be okay. Yeah, I think we will. Okay,
1: thank you. All right, I'm going to read this email. Oh, and just a reminder, our phone number is 413-461-BABY.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: hmm right, this is from an anonymous lady. This is how mm-hmm. they refer to themselves. Longtime listener, first-time emailer. I would love a sperm signal for any listeners who have experience with testosterone replacement therapy and its impact on male fertility. Hmm. My partner is considering testosterone therapy to improve a variety of non-fertility related quality of life issues. His levels are very low for a 30 year old, but is aware that it will significantly lower his sperm count. Hmm. temporarily stopping the injections apparently allows sperm production to rebound. But my partner is worried that he will have to undergo massive hormonal upheaval surrounding each future attempt to conceive. Is this concern overblown? Should we freeze his sperm before he starts the testosterone injections with the hope of bypassing the need for future interruptions to the therapy regime? Appreciate anyone's advice and insights.
0: I'd like a baseline. First of all, what do you mean? What's the sperm like right now?
1: I don't think they have... I don't think there's issues well, with what, the sperm.
0: Do they know that?
1: I don't know. Good question.
0: Because if you're... Ha- if You know, if there's a hormonal imbalance, that, that can affect everything. Right. I guess my question is, let's get a baseline here. Because if he's dealing with something where it's like his sperm count is totally normal and it's like 120 million, then the testosterone probably is not going to... Uh, f with it so much that it won't be easily viable to have the child.
1: Right, right, right. On the sperm good point. side, yes, yes. So yes.
0: I would say before we go into this, like, let's freeze things. Get me a baseline. That's here. a good point. Now follow up to that. Yeah, listening. Uh, does anyone have experience uh, with when, once they're in this the therapy uh, uh, of of conceiving?
1: Well, you know, it's interesting. It made me think of how we do. We have some. Trans listeners who have had to like stop their hormone therapy in order to either yeah you know and so I'm I'm curious like maybe they have some I'm thoughts sure. about this yeah
0: it also like what was your what was your what was what how'd you how'd you feel
1: yeah how going you feel? off and then on yeah so
0: was it like whoa or was it like yeah
1: yeah was it gradual like,
0: no no I just want whoa or, or
1: Hey. <laughs> all right, thank you. Yeah, um, all right. We have another anonymous listener who wrote in. Have listened f- since the start. Cup of Joe was my entry point, and I don't go a week without listening to you guys. As soon as the ep drops Monday afternoon in Australia.
0: Oh yeah, because you guys are <laughs> in the future.
1: Yeah, your compassion and wisdom is palpable. The way you bounce off each other is a hilarious delight. I've gone back and forth about writing to you at so many points, but have been really private through this whole process, always feeling super nervous about laying it all out. But here goes. Our story is a pretty long and complicated one, so I won't bore you with the details, but we'll push forward to the point we find ourselves in now. Egg donation town. After a pretty harrowing 2020... I mean, the harrowing is kind of redundant here, Ug 2020. Mm-hmm. Our fertility specialist advised us that our only option to have our own, at least partially genetically ours, baby was to seek out donor eggs. As we are based in Australia, which has pretty strict altruistic donor laws, donors are rare here and need to be wooed. This sounds like I'm being <laughs> flippant. I promise I'm not. Just like I'm just wine and dine them? trying to illustrate the hurdles we encounter finding a donor in our home country. It can take an average of five years. Jeez, Louise! I'm totally blown away by all women who choose to help people out in this beautiful, selfless way. After making peace with the fact that our future child cannot be genetically mine and weighing up all our options, we've decided to seek treatment overseas. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for the opportunity to potentially carry our baby and feel so lucky mm. that we still have this one option open to us. We have found a clinic in Greece that seems to have donor protocols that align with our own sensibilities and ethics. We hope to head over sometime in 2021, COVID situation dependent, to undergo an IVF cycle using donor eggs and my husband's sperm. We are nervous but quietly hopeful that this is our chance to have a family. We would love to hear from anyone who has walked this path that until it was our reality, we thought was only for super wealthy people. We are most definitely not even regular garden variety wealthy (laughs) or people who have aged out of fertility treatment in their home country. Nope, we are 39 and 40 respectively. We want to hear success stories, horror stories, insights into the experience of pursuing a family this way. Literally anything really relating to becoming slash being a donor egg family. We get that this is a pretty sticky subject ethically and understand there are pockets of the community that have some pretty strong opinions about children conceived from donor eggs slash sperm. With this in mind, we ask you to please keep all responses kind and with a certain level of understanding of the path we and others like us have found ourselves on." Thank you for everything you guys do for the infertility community. We appreciate you so much. Please keep us updated on Henry and Matt's scooter adventures. I snort laughed on my way to work this morning at Henry's insistence that Matt put his scooter back from whence it came. What an adorable tiny dictator you have on your hands. Take care out there. All the love, Anonymous. He is a tiny tyrant. Who has had half a hot dog so far in 2021. It was kind of gross and no idea of our square footage. We're metric, baby.
0: uh well look i i hope that there's new seasons of instant hotel i don't know what else you can provide me
1: bondi (laughs)
0: babe and bondi (laughs) um yeah so i mean that yeah you know with carrying the child you'll get some of that fun mitochondrial dna to mix in there so that'll be cool yeah that'll be That'll be like they'll probably be like, oh, I only I only like half hot dogs a year, and they'll probably get that from you.
1: You'll be like, "That's me." Yep.
0: Uh, so they're looking for
1: they're looking uh, for some some
0: some people who have gone the egg donor route.
1: But I think they would especially like to hear from people who have done it abroad, internationally. Yes.
0: Or if you're in Greece, yeah, let us know. See, yeah, that's something. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. And we are back. Hello. Hi. All
1: right. This next email is from...
0: Anonymous person.
1: Hi, Matt and Dory. I need some advice on a subject unrelated to the podcast. Finally. I really trust your judgment, so I thought I'd throw this question out to you. My husband, Science Babies, and I live pretty far into a residential neighborhood with no busy streets nearby. Mm -hmm. Nevertheless, we have delivery vehicles and regular cars flying down the street all day long. Outside our main window, we can see a group of young school aged kids playing in the street and other people's yards without any adult supervision. Mm -hmm. There are half a dozen or so from two separate households, pandemic notwithstanding, and I'd say their ages range from four to eight years old. They play beyond the range of one of their houses and often beyond the view of both houses. They hit each other with sticks and metal lawn ornaments and run and bike into the (laughs) middle of the street without looking, etc. We are terrified one of them is going to be injured or killed. We have seen several near misses already. We, along with other neighbors, have told them to get out of the street and stop playing with sticks, etc. to no avail. We've seen one of their caregivers come out to collect them before, so it's not like they don't know this is happening. What should we do? We've considered contacting CPS, our elder person, perhaps suggesting they add a stop sign at the intersection where they play, et cetera. Any ideas? I, oh, this was supposed to be anonymous.
0: Uh, did, did they, did you say their name?
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. Any ideas? I just can't believe their families are so careless and I'm at a loss of how to protect them when they won't. And this is from anonymous living in 1600 square feet with one husband, two science babies, one cat, and a terrifying view. No hot dogs in 2021, but had a hankering for them because of the podcast and bought a pack of Hebrew Nationals at the end of 2020. And agree with Matt that they were Ugh. not great.
0: Hebrew National, don't do it.
1: Maybe pork next time.
0: If you're if you're thinking, oh uh, well, maybe, you know, if you're kosher, go for it. If you need to have beef only, go for it. If you're uh, Muslim or if you're. Uh, uh, kosher eating Jew, uh, your Hebrew national is going to be a pretty good bet. But otherwise, guys, it's not good. Let's be honest. <laughs> just enjoy, enjoy the pork. Uh, oh God. Okay, so you know, I laughed at this when you started reading this because I just was thinking about that. Just sounds like my old my childhood. Yeah, like, it sounds like oh. to me. It just sounds like what children always used to do
1: (laughs) yeah it also reminds me of a lot of the kids we see around our neighborhood like the orthodox jewish kids
0: yeah but i don't ever see them hitting each other with sticks no
1: that's true but they do hang out like on lawns just playing unsupervised yeah which like i think is great
0: yeah i mean i get the danger aspect of it from your POV, which i would say then your best bet if you want to feel like you you know you've helped is a stop sign. It's a great idea.
1: Yeah. I got a stop sign. Dory got a stop
0: sign put in. It's still there. It was
1: very exciting.
0: Um And, you know, I mean, I'm just thinking about all well, the shit we used to, I mean, I used to like build ramps, like bike ramps and barrel down the hill and jump like stuff, like a lunatic.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like we used to do this all the time and it would be like 10 of us.
1: Yeah um
0: neighborhood hoodlums
1: So the one thing that I will say is please do not call CPS.
0: Yes, don't don't get that uh, unless you witness some true neglect
1: or abuse. Or abuse. It just it sets things in motion that are just not
0: horrible for the entire family.
1: Yeah, and especially since it doesn't sound like there is real neglect or abuse happening.
0: It just sounds like kids are being dickhead kids and hitting each other with sticks.
1: It also occurred to me that it doesn't sound like you've talked to the parents.
0: Oh yeah, you have seen a caregiver. You've
1: seen a caregiver, but like, if you really are that concerned, I think it's worth talking to the parents.
0: Maybe you just present it like, "Hey, look, I'm thinking I would like to petition to get a stop sign put in here." And that's your oh, that's your way in. But like, you know, because I've seen a bunch of uh, the kids in the neighborhood nearly get hit by cars.
1: And- but I I do think that to the extent that you can try not to look out the window <laughs> at them, like you yeah, know what I mean. Like, like, like if they
0: start throwing sticks at your window, right? Then we could talk about that. But if they're not, I mean, and I understand. I get the desire to be like, "Oh, that kid, don't don't go on the street." Uh, but at the same time, I don't know. I don't know. This is a, it's a, it's a, it's initially something to me that does not sound like a conundrum. It sounds like it harkens back to the glory days of, of youth.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. Um, but I'm sure some listeners will not agree with us. Of of course. And we would like like to hear hear that
0: POV also. And, you know, I mean, I'm just reminded of like the times of like, you know, getting we'd get on our bikes and like, just go into like, there are these trails behind our house in the woods by the river. Mm hmm. And we were just like be gone for hours on our bikes, and you know, we had like there was one hill we called Cowabunga that was like a an insanely uh, steep trail hill that we'd take on our bikes. And one time, the like after Hurricane Bob,
1: oh sure,
0: a tree had fallen at sort of the. Uh, I remember this very vividly. I it was like. Out of view of the drop, but like once you went, hit the bottom of the hill and would go forward on the straightaway, a, a giant branch had fallen right there. And I was the first one to go down. Whoa. And I hit my handlebars and I just went flying over, you know, at, at Cowabunga. Sure. Ned the were big, so we named it Cowabunga. But, uh... And landed on my back, had the wind knocked out of me. But then I got up and we were all like, whoa, because there's a big tree <laughs> that had just fallen there. And I think we moved the tree and then just did it again. Yeah. But like that was part of a lot of woods times. So mm-hmm. A lot of times in the woods as a child. Mm-hmm. So.
1: All right. Um, all right this is from julia hey matt and dory just listening to the current podcast where you spoke of drinking a fuck ton of water before going into your appointment where you have low amniotic fluid made me think of a tip my doula gave me when pregnant with my second science baby and i was scheduled for an nst at the end of my pregnancy Uh that's a non-stress test take a bath a nice long soak just before you leave so fluid doesn't become the reason you end up being induced Also, drink some water. My fluid levels were good, so who knows if that helped or not. Hmm. Also, Matt, how is your sense of smell post-COVID-19? My brother had it five months ago and still said it's not right. He can smell, but he said some smells seem different, and he has to strain almost to smell certain things. Just curious if yours is back 100%.
0: I would agree with that sentiment. Really? Yes. I would agree that it's back, but it is not... Ye oldy smell.
1: Wow! Yeah.
0: It is slightly augmented, and and it's fascinating. because like you know things like, you know, like candles and stuff don't quite
1: have the same have the
0: punch they used to.
1: Wow, that's so interesting. Yeah, but it's not totally gone. No,
0: it's not gone. Yeah, it's just different.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Huh.
0: Could this be the next stage in human evolution? Am I a mutant?
1: tune in next week
0: find out <laughs>
1: um huh those are some interesting tips if i ever get pregnant again i will keep those in mind um all right well that brings us to the end of the show you're
0: shitting me that was the last email yep guys remember that email i said earlier don't forget to write to us at that dress that i won't say again
1: Dorian matt at gmail matt and dory at gmail
0: fine
1: i'll say it again um we do want to thank our patreon supporters though absolutely we couldn't do this without you guys and if you support us on patreon you get up to two bonus episodes per month at patreon.com slash excellent adventure and you also get the massive back catalog of patreon episodes if you support us Two a
0: month for uh, many months
1: so if you've gone through all of our regular eps and you want more of us although i don't know why you would
0: yeah i mean obviously some of you don't because only three of you emailed us
1: <laughs> um you can join our patreon and get more of us all right yeah. thank you to the following
0: people okie dokie here we go carolyn land
1: greg Watchorn.
0: Jennifer H.S. Melody Balthazar. Angie James. Tyler Rosewood. Abba N. Alan L. Alec Meredith Fletcher and Florence Babel. Alex Liu. uh, Amanda Lighty. Amy. Andy Kogan.
1: Ann Flucker.
0: One, two, three, Anonymous.
1: April Cherry.
0: Ariana Perry.
1: Ashley Cicely.
0: Aurora and Zelda.
1: Becca Foster.
0: Bianca Loria. Britt S. Baker. Bruno Macias Macias.
1: Macius, Carly Moore. (laughs)
0: carolyn n
1: kathy hill
0: Shinami worth
1: christina smith
0: cynthia meisner missner missner me- meisner. meisner
1: debbie meredith aka lex conant's mom lex please tell lex to call us have to or call. Email, we us. Can email
0: us but just even if he went hey guys it's me i'm alive. E- i'm co- everything's cool Yep. busy bye uh diana robinson
1: uh diana martin
0: did i did we miss diana Regular, oh, regular Diana, and then yeah. there's Diana of the Robinson variety.
1: Yep, and then Diana M. Martin,
0: and then of course Dr. Beverly Crusher.
1: E. Fast,
0: I said Crusher. Uh, Edwi- e. Fast, uh, and then there's Edwina Goodingham, and
1: then we have another Edwina, Edwina Morgan Bodo.
0: There you go, Elizabeth Geraldo, Emily F. Aaron,
1: Aaron Goods. Aaron Turley, and Frederick Roa.
0: Thanks, everybody. Don't forget to send those emails in or call us 413 461 baby. Or if you're international and don't want to call for international charges, just go ahead and record a voicemail on your phone and email it to us Matt and Doria Gmail or Doria Matt at
1: com. Thanks so much, everybody. Bye. Right, bye.